Welcome to the chalkboard, my fellow football nerds, for episode number 108 of Chalk Talk. I'm your host, Shane Half, and you can follow me on Twitter at ShaneHalfNFL. I'm joined today by the best co-host in the game. You've heard him on the Tough Cover radio show. It is Mark Henry Jr. Give him a follow on Twitter at MarkHenryJr. Underscore. Mark, we took a week off. All the draft stuff is done. Presumably you walked outside and saw the sun for the first time in months. How was that? How was your week off? It was good. Good. Week off. Uh, we're finally starting to get into the summer. Uh, close to the summer. It's starting to get nice out. So, yeah, it's... uh. Definitely like starting to be a bit of a dead spot on the sports calendar for me, but hey, uh, you know, it's nice. It, it, there's parts of it that are nice, but in about a couple weeks, I'm going to go stir crazy because I need football and basketball back in my life. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, It was nice to take a little bit of a break. We're going to have fun doing some creative things on this podcast as we get into the regular, you know, get into training camps and things, but at the end of the day, bring on the regular season. I am so ready, but uh, we have some time to fill here. And so we're going to do that. And so we're starting a three-part series today uh, talking about a hypothetical NFL expansion draft for a 33rd franchise. I wasn't talking to you, Siri. Uh, Siri thinks I was talking to her, but so there's been some reports. I don't know if you guys have seen this or not of the NFL looking to add potentially uh, an expansion division internationally i don't know if you guys have been up on that but obviously with the games in uh, london last year there were three games in london one in germany one in mexico this year there's three in london and two in germany so the nfl has a definite eye towards the international market and uh you know presumably the league is going to continue to expand there's so much money out there so we thought we're not going to add a whole division but what would happen if the nfl added just a team how could that play out now expanding by more than two teams would be a first Uh, in 1995 the carolina panthers and jacksonville jaguars were added via expansion draft and in that expansion draft the way it worked was each team made six players on their roster available and carolina and jacksonville alternated drafting players and each time a player from your team was selected off your list of six you got to remove one player so theoretically a maximum of three guys could be drafted from each team and then they gave those guys the top two picks in each round of the 1995 draft in 2002 the most recent expansion was the houston texans and they were added as a 32nd team which by the way the the roster the divisions and stuff obviously we've got the nice 32 you know four four team divisions in each conference obviously with 31 teams that didn't work and so Prior to that expansion, there was an AFC Central and an NFC Central, and those split into the AFC and NFC North and South. And so uh, that's when we got to 32 teams. What will it look like when the NFL expands again? I don't know. Uh, We're not going to answer that question, but we're going to walk through an exercise. So in the Texans draft, it was altered a little bit more. There was a limit of, uh, or you listed five players that could be taken, and then you could remove one once the Texans selected one. So hypothetically, uh, there was a limit of two players per team that could be stolen unless teams just let them keep drafting him, which actually the Jets and the Jaguars did. They each lost three players, even though the maximum they had to lose was two. Uh, Mark, how many pro bowlers do you think were available, made available by teams in the 02 expansion draft? Probably like if you're saying it that way, either a lot or a little. So I'll say like one. 25 oh okay okay yeah i knew it was one extreme or the other yeah yeah so there were actually 25 pro bowlers made available because teams looked at it as a way to get out of bad contracts yeah uh because the texans had to take on the cap so the texans ended up selecting 19 players in that draft it took eight years before the texans had a winning record so we as the hypothetical nfl commissioners we don't want to repeat that we've adjusted the process and so the way this is going to work Rather than submitting five or six players that can be chosen, we're going to allow each team to protect four players on offense, four players on defense, and then one flex player, which is basically to account for the draft having already happened. It gives you the ability to protect a rookie on either side of the ball, whatever you want to do. So uh, we're going to go through the NFC this week, AFC next week, protecting nine total players on each team. And then two weeks from now, on the third and final installment, we're going to go through and we're going to draft 
selecting one player from each of the 32 rosters to construct our starting point for the 33rd franchise. So no idea where this franchise is going to be. If you guys have ideas, you can hit us up in the comments, hit us up in the DMS. If there's any artists out there that want to do a logo, more power to you, but we're going to walk through the NFC as a way to talk about these teams uh, and teams that would be protected. So let's dive in and we'll start with the team that we perhaps know the best. Uh, it is the Philadelphia Eagles. And I will just say up front, some of these teams are much harder than others. Uh, to, to decide who to protect. So let's start on offense, Mark. Uh, obviously, we're going to protect Jalen Hurts. Like, there's no, da- no doubt about that. Uh, quarterback is going to be a very often protected position here. So we've got Jalen Hurts as the first guy on the offense. Who is the second guy you think we pr- should protect in Philadelphia? Devontae Smith. Okay. Yeah, I- I'm with you on that. Devontae Smith was on my protected list as well. Now let me ask you about A.J. Brown. Are you protecting two receivers? Uh, receivers may be a position that there's going to be a lot of guys out there. I personally had him down as a guy to protect, but what do you think? Yeah, I have him down as one to protect as well, um, but I am I would be willing to listen on A.J. Brown. He would, he would be the fourth guy on, on my list. Okay, let's put him on there for now. We can always delete him. Uh, who was, who's another guy on your list? Jordan Mailata has okay. to be on there. Okay, Jordan Mailata is on mine. And so that gives us four. Um, let's go to the defense, and we'll circle back for our flex player. Who, who's some? Who's somebody that you think they have to protect on the defensive side of the ball? Hassan Reddick. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a great pick. Hassan Reddick has to stay. And I'll go ahead and say I think you put Josh Sweat on that list as well. Totally agree. Okay. So that's two uh, very Eagles-like just all through the trenches. Uh, <laughs> well, stay right there because Jalen Carter's got to be on there. Yeah, absolutely. I put Jalen Carter on there. I threw this question out on Twitter, and a lot of people had um, a lot of people had Jordan Davis on there. And Jordan Davis doesn't make my list. Uh, first-round pick of a year ago is a lot different than a first-round pick this year, and I just can't protect four guys in the trenches on the defense, I didn't think. Uh, yeah. So I went – I went cornerback. I went with Darius Slay as my fourth guy on the defense. How do you feel about that? I or, excuse pre- me, excuse me. James Bradbury, yeah, 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 cornerback. So I also had Bradbury, three years younger than Slay. I actually thought he was better than Slay last year, to be honest. So, yeah, I had Bradbury on there. To be honest, Jordan Davis didn't even enter my thought process when when I was going through it. I was honestly thinking more about Nolan Smith than Jordan Davis, uh, but I didn't even really think that hard about Nolan Smith. I actually thought about Nicobe Dean. It's a projection. You can't make that projection right now. But I, I, as you know, I am a bigger believer in Nicobe Dean than most. So I think there's a chance Nicobe Dean sneaks into this conversation. But James Bradbury was an all-pro corner last year. you got to include him. All right, so that leaves the Eagles with a flex. Can go on either side of the ball. I'll throw some names at you here. So they could take Lane Johnson, one of the best right tackles in the league, Maybe only has a couple years left, so you have to sort of weigh that out. Uh, Landon Dickerson is another guy that you could keep. Top-tier player, more replaceable position. Uh, Defensively, you could argue for Darius Slay, perhaps. You could argue for Nolan Smith. Um, I I, I lean towards Lane Johnson. You're forgetting someone. Who am I forgetting? You're forgetting someone. Dallas Goddard. Oh. I didn't put that. I didn't put Dallas Goddard on there, but I thought about him. I, I I thought about him a little bit. I didn't when I was just naming it off, and I ended up walking away saying I wasn't going to protect three weapons and a quarterback yeah. on offense. But it's it's not the worst call in the world. Uh, which direction? What do you lean here? What do you think? Do you protect somebody on offense, defense? I definitely go offense. Um, it, it would definitely be one of the three offensive guys we talked about. I would go Dickerson. Um, in terms of the younger guy, he's probably like 24, 25. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that it's at a more replaceable position. I, I think, you know, I'm a little bit more flexible on the positional versatility. I, I'm willing to kind of give a lot of credit to interior alignment, give a lot of credit to safeties when I think they're valuable. And I do think Landon Dickerson's one of the best guards in football. Um, so I would lean Dickerson, but honestly, like, if you were to tell me let's knock AJ Brown off and put Lane Johnson on, like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't think it's that crazy to do three O linemen, to be quite honest. But hey, I'm fine with going with those five. That's what I did. 
All right, let's do it. I I, I had Lane on mine over Landon Dickerson, but the, the logic tracks, it makes sense to me. So let's roll with Landon Dickerson. So on to Dallas. Uh, obviously, obvious protections. They're going to keep QB Dak Prescott. Uh, they're going to keep wide receiver C.D. Lamb. Mm-hmm. The two T. Smiths, in my opinion. Okay, and Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith and, and Tyron Smith. Smith, yeah. All right, interesting. So I actually didn't put Tyron Smith on mine. Okay. But I had Zach Martin on there instead. So it's funny. I wrote for my fifth, I, I put my flex on on offense and I put Zach Martin slash Tyler Biadas. Okay. Uh, so I could, I I'll go with Martin instead of Biadas. You don't have to pull my, pull my leg too hard to go for a Notre Dame legend there either. <laughs> yeah. The other guy I contemplated on offense was Michael Gallup, which I like down him, year yeah. last year yeah. coming off the injury. But yeah, I, th- I, I like, I like keeping three you, offensive linemen there for the Cowboys. You would go Gallup over Brandon cooks. Yes, I think so. I think yeah, I, I, I get it. I like Brandon Cooks. I think he's I think he's under undervalued, but that's probably more of a fancy football thing than anything. Yeah. Okay, so if we keep five on offense, we cheated and already did our flex here, but that yeah. puts four on defense for us. So obviously, uh, Micah Parsons is going to be one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, I also had Demarcus Lawrence as a keep. Yep. Was he on your list? Okay. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, Trevon Diggs. Yep. All right. Who was your number four? I wrote DB. Um, so I, I wasn't sure which way to go here. Um, you can go a couple ways. Which way did you go? You're not going to like the way that I went. Uh, I I put Mozzie Smith. Ugh. Not because I love Mozzie Smith, but because he was their first round pick this year. So. Uh, I think that's definitely who they would keep, but I, and I to be honest, I was kind of struggling looking at the rest of their defense, trying to find a playmaker that, cause I, I went into this exercise thing. I'm not going to necessarily do what they would do, but as I looked at Dallas's depth chart, especially on defense, you know, you could make an argument for Stefan Gilmore, I guess he's just, he's so old. old. Uh, Osa Odigizua was okay, but. You would if you're going to take interior defensive linemen, you'd rather keep Mozzie Smith. Uh, I'm not big on their linebackers, so uh, I struggled with the last spot. So I eventually just gave it to Mozzie Smith. But I'll I'll allow it. I'll allow <laughs> Mozzie Smith. I have um, Deron Bland down, but I'm not going to argue too hard for their cornerback three. Okay. All right, let's roll on to the Giants, a team that you said was kind of hard for you, and yeah. Uh, I agree. I ended up, I listed five on both sides of the ball. So, (laughs) and we got to obviously knock one off, but uh, I'm going to let you be the one to say it here. Are you keeping Daniel Jones? You protecting Daniel Jones? Yeah. Even though I, I, I I honestly, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it at that contract, probably not. (laughs) I, yeah, probably not. But I have him written. <laughs> so yeah, we can we can leave it. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. That would be funny if a team like just literally just signed the quarterback, and then a month later, like you know, that was kind of a bad contract. Let's not protect him, yeah. and maybe someone will take that off our hands. It's basically, what we did by drafting Jalen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Daniel Jones, I put down both of their offensive tackles: Evan Neal, Andrew Thomas. Yeah. Both same. top picks. Evan Neal obviously struggled last year, but he was a rookie. He's a top pick. You're going to keep him. Uh, who else did you list on their offense? I put Saquon. Ooh. Okay. I did not have Saquon on mine. I So I have my my other two. I put John Michael Schmitz uh, and Jalen Hyatt were the other two wow. I listed as potentials. Wow. You've got Saquon. Uh um, that's interesting. Let's go to defense real quick. Yeah, let's take a look and go to defense. Because I've got five on defense, and I feel like I do too. List your like five. You can, I bet they're I, the same. And I feel like you could do six. Um, I have Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh huh. Dexter Lawrence. Yep. Leonard Williams. Yep. Adoree Jackson. Four for four. And Xavier McKinney. Oh, we're off now. 
I put Deont- I put Deontay Banks as their as the well, fifth guy. I actually I thought you were gonna say Ojolari. Oh, Aziz. Might, the Giants might be pretty good. Like I, that was I kind of my takeaway when I was looking at this. I was like, Ooh, wow. I didn't realize what was going on. Yeah, that I, I had a lot of trouble with the Giants. So um I really like Xavier McKinney. I will I'll fight for Xavier McKinney and I'll let you pick the fourth offensive person. Okay. How about how about Xavier McKinney and Deontay Banks? No, wait. Adora Jackson and Xavier McKinney. Oh, Adora Jackson's tough. Hmm, that's tough. Their defense is good, man. I it wasn't really even. Is. Yeah, I wasn't even considering Deontay Banks to be honest. Yeah. Um. We should. We can put John Michael Schmitz down. On offense. Yeah. Okay. I'm assuming you would prefer him over Jalen Hyatt. Yeah, Hyatt was my fifth guy. Yeah. Um, man, let's revisit. Maybe we can revisit that one. That's tough. That's a really tough one. It is. So, so basically, we're trying to decide. We've got two spots for Adora Jackson, Deontay Banks, and Xavier McKinney. We got to cut one. This is like the whole. This is like the whole start, sit, cut thing. Maybe we could put out a poll for that. Yeah. Nah, that's the coward's way out. We yeah. gotta let Giants fans yell at us on Twitter for getting it wrong. Yeah, I I think it's Jackson and McKinney. Okay, okay, I'll let I'll let you I'll let you have this one. I I really do think it's Jackson and McKinney. I, I think it's early to say it's Banks, and I like Banks, but I think Jackson and McKinney are like legitimately good players right now, no matter what. All right, so there it is on the Giants protecting Kevon Thibodeau, Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, Adora Jackson, and Xavier McKinney on the defense. Their defense is loaded, man. So they're they're, they're a quarterback. Yeah, they're a quarterback and some receivers away. So, okay, on to the Washington Commanders. Uh, the first team where Mark, I did not protect a quarterback. Are you protecting Sam Howell? Absolutely not. I'd consider protecting Brissett before I protected Howell. <laughs> okay, so who who are you protecting? What are you targeting on the offensive side here? I think you've got to go McLaren and Dotson, mm-hmm. no That's doubt. My and I think you got to go Sam Cosme. Yeah. And then I put Andrew Wiley. Yeah, that's four for four. That's exactly what I had on offense. I didn't feel great about Wiley, but yeah, I didn't feel great about Wiley, but I didn't feel great about anything like Brian Robinson. Yeah, but exactly. you got to protect a running back. I didn't really want to protect a running back, so that's where I ended up at. So on the defensive side of the ball, uh, I took I put Montez Sweat. Yeah. Uh, I put Cam Curl. I I didn't. I so it's funny. I have five names, and I have my fifth name is blank or blank. Cam Curl did not make my top six. Oh wow. Okay. I was here. Let's, I'll read my other ones. Tell me who you got here. Chase Young. So he's my him or Kendall Fuller. Okay. My Jonathan Allen. One. Yeah. Okay. Emmanuel Forbes. Yeah. Okay. That was my five. I have Deron Payne. He had 11 and a half sacks last year. Okay, yeah. Um, I think Deron Payne's a beast. Uh, I I feel like Sweat, Allen, Payne have to be on there. Okay. And and then the two, I'm fine with any combination, honestly, of um, get rid of Kendall Fuller. We're, we're, that's uh, I, I can get rid of Kendall Fuller. I'm fine with any two of... Forbes, Young, or Curl. You can pick two of those three. Forbes, Young, or Curl. I will say Washington's not even like they're they're basically doing the real life version of not protecting Chase Young by not yeah. doing the fifth year option. Yeah, Forbes is already on there. Let's do let's do Cam Curl. That's fine. Yeah. Chase Young's been injured. They've already yeah. got three defensive linemen on there. I think they'll they'll roll the dice on Chase Young either not getting selected or not working out. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. So that closes out the NFC East. Uh what division do you want to do next? Uh let's do the North. Okay. NFC North. Let's kick things off with the Minnesota Vikings. Do you protect Kirk Cousins? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Okay, I did too. Talk about a I bad didn't like defense. it. Didn't like it, but I did it. Okay, I also protected Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Christian Derisaw, offensive tackle. And uh, fifth potential guy, uh, Ezra Cleveland, interior offensive lineman. I put TJ Hawkinson. I thought about Hawkinson. You like Hawkinson? I'm fine with Cleveland, though. I I thought about Cleveland. So I'm fine with either of them as the fifth guy. But the fifth guy's on offense, no doubt about it. Because yeah. I don't know who the fourth guy is on defense. See, so if Minnesota gets the luxury of knowing who has and has not been protected already, yeah, uh, yeah they could yeah, risk yeah. Hawkinson because nobody's taking Hawkinson over Goddard. But they don't get to know that in this exercise. Um, let's do it. They gave up second-round pick for TJ Hawkinson. Uh, Kirk Cousins loves to check the ball down to him on fourth and long in the playoffs. So we'll go... <laughs> We'll go TJ Hawkinson. And then this is tough on the other side. It gets uh, it gets late early. So give me your three. You said you had three. Daniil Hunter, uh-huh. who's not young. No. Harris, Harrison Smith, who's not young. Okay. He actually wasn't on my list. I had Andrew Booth Jr., who was bad last year. He didn't touch my list. I put... Uh, linebacker brian osamoa on there he had a pretty good think, year last year didn't he like barely play no i don't think so am i I'm wrong gonna... i thought he like started playing towards the end of the year Hold i on. could be I'm wrong gonna... i could be yeah, wrong i'm gonna that. i'm gonna look up his snap counts again real quick i don't think i thought about him but i was like is, do i have enough evidence I could, I could. I am off. still high on Booth. I, 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 I do still think Andrew Booth Jr. will be a good NFL player. Oh yeah, you're, you're, you're right. He played. He didn't play over twenty snaps until week fifteen, and then he played yeah. twenty plus each of the last three weeks. Yeah, I knew he. I knew he didn't play a lot because they have lost all of their starters. Like they yeah. don't have any of their starters basically. What about Marcus Davenport? I put him for. Yeah. Okay. And I think he stinks. By the way. <laughs> Like, I don't think he's very good. Oops, I can't type and talk at the same time. So then, um, yeah, the fourth one is Booth or who? Harrison Phillips. Ugh. He's Paris like Tonga. German. I think it's Booth or Asamoah. Let's do... Corner is more important than linebacker. We'll go corner. I, I do like Asamoah. We were yeah. both high on him last year. Boomer sooner. <laughs> okay, so on to the Detroit Lions, where I think we're going to have an interesting discussion on the offensive side of the ball because we were chatting about which teams we did and did not include quarterbacks for off the air, and I did not include Jared Goff for the Lions offense. So and I, I think you're going to disagree with that. I I did include Goff, and I'm now sitting here realizing that I forgot about a player who's suspended for gambling. So, oh, I totally forgot about him too. He's not even on my list, and I really like him. So yeah. that's an interesting. I, I honestly, because I think whatever depth chart I was looking at didn't consider him because of his suspension. So yeah, that's I interesting. Totally forgot about him, and yeah, so. I I think Amon Ra is definitely on there. Like, yeah, absolutely. Definitely, definitely Amon Ra is on there. I think people would be shocked if you – I don't think people realize how good his stats have been. He's it, insanely good. He's incredible. He's like a top 10, no doubt about it, receiver. Um, Panay Sewell is definitely on there. Uh-huh. I think Taylor Decker is definitely on there. Yep. And I think Frank Ragnall is probably on there. Yep. You're, I'm four for four with you right now. So then for me, it becomes a golfer Jamison Williams conversation. I would take Jamison Williams all day. Wow. I forgot about Jamison Williams, so Jameer Gibbs was my fifth. Ah. But Just because they overdrafted him. Yeah, but Jamison <laughs> Williams, Williams definitely trumps him. The question becomes, do you want to get rid of one of these guys for golf? It's Williams or golf. That's the question. My argument for golf is again like what you just said about Minnesota. If they're aware of who other people are protecting, everyone protected their quarterback. Yeah. I mean they've got Nate Sudfeld. 
he can carry the torch till Hendon Hooker gets there. Golf, golf being out there helps helps us out in the end of the exercise. <laughs> <laughs> it would, uh, it would really, it would really screw teams over if this happened post draft. Because like, yeah, if you're the Lions, you could reasonably not protect Goff and just draft a quarterback, which they should have done to begin with. Or you could feel pretty they confident not protecting. You could feel pretty confident not protecting a mid-tier quarterback because this expansion team would have the number one overall pick and they're going to take Bryce Young or whatever. But in this exercise, it's a little different. So, well, it's I been it's it's basically been confirmed that Seattle and Detroit were both going to take Anthony Richardson. So yeah. Okay, so are we going to stick with Jamison Williams? Do we want to knock one of the linemen off to get Goff on there? No, I think the linemen have to be on there. It's Williams or Goff. I'll I'll defer to you, and I know you're not a Goff guy, so we we can <laughs> we can do Williams. All right, Jamison Williams, it is. And I like Williams a lot, so I'm willing to be fine with it. Okay, kicking over to the defensive side of the ball. Obviously, uh, Aiden Hutchinson's going to be on there. This is a tough. This was a tough call. They have they have like a lot of good players, but none you're like stamp them in like no doubt about it. Kind of like they have a lot of depth. Yeah. Um, I put I, Chauncey Gardner Johnson yeah, on there. Same. Okay. Give I put Brian. Who else you got? I put Brian Branch on there. Ooh, that yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Is he listed as a safety or a corner? They the yeah they when they drafted him they listed him as a safety. Okay, I'm just going to say DB, Brian Branch. And then I put my third one is whatever DB you want to pick out of Tracy Walker, Cam Sutton, or Emmanuel Mosley. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Emmanuel Mosley was on my list. so Okay, then go with him. And he was the only one of those that was. so. Yeah, it was Wal- uh, Sutton I just included. It was really between Walker and Mosley. The only other guy that I had on there that I thought about was Elim McNeil interior defensive lineman yeah I, I was looking at pff grades to be quite honest when it came down to some of these close ones and yeah. so walker sutton and mosley were all pretty close so that's why i ended up i put them all there all right let's go on to green bay where i think we have an interesting discussion about jordan love if yeah you're the packers are you protecting jordan love in this situation yeah i think you have to yeah, I agree. I don't like it. I don't like having to use one of my protections on a quarterback that's not played, but well, Sean Clifford is your backup. So Yeah, and at least it's not like you have an offense filled to the brim with talent or anything. So yeah. the opportunity cost is not that high for keeping a guy who could break out theoretically. Okay, so what about David Bakhtiari? So I... I had him on initially, and then I was like, I feel like he misses half of every year and is so old, so I yeah. ended up knocking him off. Okay. I, I debated long and hard about David Bakhtiari. He's in and out, and sometimes it seems like he doesn't want to play, and he's older. And uh, I ended up putting him on because there's just not a lot on the offense, but I totally get an argument for leaving him off here. What about Christian Watson? Yeah, definitely yeah, Christian have- Watson. Uh, Elton Jenkins, definitely Elton Jenkins. All right, and then who is your who is your fourth I, guy on the offense? I put Romeo Dubs. I I'm kind of high on Romeo Dubs. I I was high on him at Nevada, and then I feel like he had a stretch last year where he was really usable in fantasy. Which, if you're like a usable fantasy receiver, that clears a certain bar for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went Dubs after crossing off Bakhtiari, but I'd be fine doing Bakhtiari. I had Luke Musgrave in the mix. Well, which but, tight end do you want to pick? Musgrave or Tucker Kraft or Robert Tunyon? Yeah, or like they yeah like not, so now thinking items. through it, they have both Musgrave and Kraft, and they can only lose one guy. So you yeah. might as well not protect a tight end. You're guaranteed to keep one. So let's go with, let's go with Romeo Dubs. Okay, so then I, on to the defensive side. By the way, Greg Rosenthal, the NFL Network guy, said that Green Bay has the widest range of outcomes he can ever remember in covering a team in his life in the NFL. I don't see it. I think they're bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, the defense is good. I, I will say, like, the defense is good, and I get what he's saying, but I, he said they could win anywhere between 5 and 13 games. 
And the defense like, should be good. Know. They have like 18 first round picks on the defense. So <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Okay. So on the defense, um, I had Kenny Clark. I, yeah, I forgot Kenny Clark, but he's definitely has to be on there. That's okay. pretty funny. I don't know how I didn't, I don't know how I didn't have Kenny Clark on there. <laughs> what about Rashawn Gary? Yeah. I'm yeah. a big Rashawn Gary guy. Uh, Jair Alexander. No doubt. Rasul Douglas. I didn't have him, but I love Rasul. Yeah, I I remember being so mad at Jim Schwartz for how he utilized Rasul Douglas, a guy that I really liked coming out. But uh, what about Lucas Van Ness? So first yeah, so I had um, I had Lucas Van Ness. Mm-hmm. I had Darnell Savage. Okay, and then I had I wrote Quay Walker or Preston Smith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought about, I thought about linebackers as well. Um, this is yeah, this is a really their defense is really good. Uh, I'll, in theory, <laughs> in theory, yeah. When they don't have linebackers covering Justin Jefferson out of the slot. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. So, but, so this is Savage or Walker or Smith or Douglas. Or Douglas, not Smith. Take Preston Smith out of it. Let's do... So it's Savage or Douglas. Yeah, let's do Savage. Okay. Yeah, Quay Walker, it's off-ball linebacker. It's hard to justify. Okay, so... Good player. uh, Yeah. So Chicago, Justin Fields. Eh, are we sure? Yeah. I'm just joking. <laughs> I know. I was yeah, are you about to do this? You're you're a Fields guy. I'm they joking. they literally and traded off the first overall pick. Mark. I, was, I was just being, they're protecting just, Justin Fields. I was uh, just being a jerk because you're guy. <laughs> um, but DJ Moore, you have to protect. Yeah. Even though I'm not a fan. Um, then I went three offensive linemen. Yeah. So did I. Darnell Wright, Braxton yep. Jones, Tevin yep. Jenkins. I I put Nate Davis. But I'm fine with Tevin Jenkins. Oh, who'd you put? Nate Davis. I think they signed him from the from the uh, the Titans. I'm fine with Tevin Jenkins. That's fine. Okay, as I said, I have to go look go look back at the depth chart. Okay, uh, then you flip over to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, start me off here. Who'd you keep on defense? Eddie Jackson. Yep. Then my guy Jaquan Brisker. Yeah, those were my top two as well. Kyler Gordon. Ooh, he wasn't he wasn't on my list, but I like it better than what was on my list. It's he- it's heavy secondary there. Yeah. Um, and then I had Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah, I had I had Tremaine Edmonds and Jack Sanborn, and I really didn't want to keep two <laughs> linebackers, but I thought about T.J. Edwards. I did too, actually. I thought about Edwards. Okay, let's do Tremaine Edmonds. Yeah, I had Edmonds or Edwards, but I put Edmonds. Ed Uns. There we go. Tremaine Edmonds. Okay. So that's the NFC North. Let's bounce over to uh, the NFC South, where for some of these teams, it was a little hard to find that fourth and fifth person. But let's start with Tampa Bay. Um, I kept uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, kept both the receivers. And then I kept, uh, I put down. Tristan Wirfs, Cody Mock, and Ryan Jensen on the offensive line. So I also have both receivers. I also have Tristan Wirfs, and then I have Cody Mock or Ryan Jensen as my fourth. I kept five on defense, though. Okay. I I actually also listed five on defense and figured I would eliminate one somewhere. So give me your five on defense. They have a pretty good roster. Um, Shaq Barrett. Ooh, not on my list. I'm a big Shaq Barrett guy. Okay. Um, Vita Vea. Yeah, he was on mine. Carlton Davis. Yep. Jamel Dean. Yes. Antoine Winfield. Yep. Those, Those were all on five. mine. And I, I, I had Clyde Jacancy as my fifth. Oh, I think we got to go Shaq Barrett. Well, okay, so here's the question. If we put Shaq Barrett, we've got to knock off Cody Mock or Ryan Jensen. Yeah, I'm fine knocking one of those off. Okay, so you, you can pick Garrett. between those though. Yeah, I I don't I don't have a pre- I'm a mock guy, but I Jensen's a, like locked in good starter, so I get either side of it. 
Yeah, I think you probably keep Jensen if you're only keeping one. And then we'll keep Shaq Barrett. Um, he's technically – he's an edge for them, yeah. right? Yeah, edge. It's just when he's good, he's so good. So that's what it's – it's tough for me to – he's up and down a little bit. but Okay. All right, let's go on to the Carolina Panthers, who obviously won't protect quarterback Bryce Young, right? They're <laughs> yeah. going to expose him. No. So I, I protected Bryce Young, of course, uh, and I protected both their offensive tackles, Akeem yeah. Aquanu and Taylor Moten. Yep. Okay. I protected uh, Miles Sanders. Ooh, I hate it. Yeah, I don't like it either. <laughs> I protected uh, Terrence Marshall Jr., and he's like their wide receiver four, though. I mean, is he? I, uh, Who's people, their wide receiver one? <laughs> people were saying. I think people. I think it's Shark and Thielen with what's his name at the slot. Um, the guy that drafted Mingo. That we don't like. Yeah, Mingo. Yeah. Okay. You can talk. You can talk me off of Terrence Marshall. What about Austin Corbett? <sighs> I don't love it. <laughs> I don't. Okay, um, fine. Miles Sanders. No, I don't want Miles Sanders. I don't want Miles Sanders. <laughs> I don't want to. Would you? What? Would you rather go Mingo? I. Would we don't not, even like him. But yeah, yeah, I don't even like. Let's do Terrace Marshall. I I like Terrace Marshall, but I feel like they gave up on him. But it's a new coaching staff. Maybe I'm wrong. Let's do Terrace Marshall. It's a competent coaching staff. Yeah, I like. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a physical specimen for sure. Okay, so that means we're keeping five on the defense. Yeah, I think you have to keep five on their defense. So, J.C. Horn. Yeah. Uh, Derek Brown. Yeah. Von Bell. I didn't have Von Bell. Ooh, okay. Jeremy Chen. Yeah. Uh, Brian Burns. Yeah. Okay, who is your fifth? I put Dante Jackson, but I'm fine with Von Bell as well. Okay. Um. Let's let's Bell go Von Bell. Jackson. Okay. Okay. I don't six. I'm not I'm not that convicted in the Dante Jackson one. That's a that's a very secondary heavy group there. Yeah. Well Jackson was secondary too. They have yeah. a real and I think it goes even deeper than that, don't they? They have like CJ Henderson too, and I think they have another guy. Like they they are really, really, really deep on defense in general, but mm-hmm. in the secondary for sure. Yeah, they CJ Henderson, Eric Rowe. <laughs> <laughs> Still in the league. Got, they might have another safety. So we have Von Bell. Xavier Woods. Chin. Yeah, yeah, he's a starter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, on to the Saints. Now, I've been pretty anti-protecting running backs throughout this. Uh, yeah. We're about to hit a run of teams, three teams in a row, where I protected the running back. And one of them is the Saints, where I protected Alvin Kamara. Did you do that as well? Yeah. Yeah, I hate it, but I did it. Uh, Chris Olave. No doubt. He's the easiest one. Okay, and then I kept their tackle duo, Ryan Ramchek and Trevor Penning. Trevor Penning stinks, and he likes to start fights in in practice. I can easily Um, be talked off of Trevor Penning. (laughs) How do you feel about Eric McCoy? So I I think their car has to be considered. Oh, that's right, yeah. We talked about this one off air, too. I forgot in doing this exercise that Derek Carr was a saint now. So yeah, I think we got to do Carr, And then I did, I did do five on offense. I had Eric McCoy or Cesar Ruiz. Let's do Eric McCoy. Okay. I liked McCoy quite a bit more than Ruiz. Okay. So that leaves us four on the defense. This is there's tough. some tough ones here. Like, like Cam Jordan is a very good player face I, of that franchise, yeah. but I put him. Are you protecting Cameron Jordan? I did. I did. Okay, I put him down too. My other three are in the secondary. Okay, Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah. Marcus May. No. Okay, okay. (laughs) who else? (laughs) Um, Paulson Adebo. Oh, I was a huge Paulson Adebo guy. Um, And then Alante Taylor. Okay, Paulson Adebo. But I'm willing to listen to Marcus May. I know he was really bad last year, though. Yeah. Let's see. Period. And the same thing with Honey Badger. He was pretty bad last year, too. I actually erased Honey Badger and decided to mm-hmm. put the fifth O lineman. Okay, so wait, you had Marshawn Lattimore, Paulson Adebo, and who? I put Alante Taylor. I'm willing to listen on Marcus May. I'm willing to listen on Honey Badger. What about what about Demario Davis? I he's old. 
he is he, he was kind of in the same not face of the franchise like yeah cam jordan, but i had the same debate with him i felt like and i could only take one of him or cam jordan another potential name is brian brissy who was their first round pick this year the saints are so weird it's all guy like the decisions you have to make are like guys who are like very old and like might stop being good at any moment or guys who like we don't know if they're good yet like mm, it's yeah. like do you want trevor penning or Derek carr like or it's like do you want cam jordan or brian brzee like it's like they're in a weird spot as a roster in general let's do marcus may over elante taylor so we have a safety instead of a third corner yeah i'm fine with that pretty good secondary if their safeties pan out yeah Okay, well, I alluded to it, but I kept Bajon Robinson for the Falcons. No doubt. And really, there are three skill guys that they took in the first round the last three years. Yeah. Wide receiver Drake London, tight end Kyle Pitts, running back Bajon Robinson. I kept all of those. I did not keep Desmond Ritter. Did you protect Desmond Ritter? No, that guy stinks. Desmond okay. Ritter's not an NFL quarterback. See, I, 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 I think he should have played more last year because I think he's got a better chance than Mark does. But still, uh, I wouldn't well, protect him. I agree he should have played last year because then they would have found out he stinks and they wouldn't have wasted this entire season on him. Because if he's <laughs> not good, they're screwed. Like They're just without a paddle again. And Arthur Smith's going to get fired without ever having an NFL quarterback. Yeah. Okay. Um, who else did you keep off of the offense then if not uh, – whatever the quarterback's name is that I just lost. Desmond, Desmond Ritter. Ritter. I, I put Chris Lindstrom. Okay. I had, I had Lindstrom as well. And I put Caleb McGarry. Yes. Same, same five I had. Yeah. Okay. What about on defense? What'd you do on defense? We seem to be right in line on offense. And then on defense, we get wildly different answers. <laughs> That's like the draft. We, I feel like we're more different on defense in the draft too. That's true. Um, Grady Jarrett. Yep. AJ Terrell. Mm-hmm. Jesse Bates. Yes. And then I three don't feel three. I don't feel passionate about the fourth, but I put Lorenzo Carter. Lorenzo Carter was not on my list. Go with whatever you have, because I don't I did not feel good about that. I had so I had listed two potential names here. I put linebacker Caden Ellis or safety Richie Grant. Do and Richie Grant, because I thought about Richie Grant. Okay. I don't know who Caden Ellis is, I'll be honest. He's, oh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> he's he's just uh he's one of their linebackers uh here I'll get you his stats real quick. Let's see. Uh he I think he racked up yeah, he had 78 tackles and 7 huh. sacks last year. 7 sacks. Yeah. Maybe maybe do him then. I don't maybe him. I mean, in his I, I three just, in the 3 years prior to that, he had one sack, but so it was kind of uh, a was, kind of a breakout year for Ellis, but it was his first year as a starter. He started eleven games, so I'll defer to you on that one. I do know people are high on Richie Grant, though. Yeah, we'll stick with Richie Grant. We, well, we didn't both have him, but we both thought about him at least. Double safety. Wow. Yeah, that's a first. Okay, to the 49ers, where I took the same approach with the 49ers at quarterback that I took with um, the Packers at tight end. Yeah, they got two quarterbacks. You can only steal one, so I didn't protect either one. By the uh, way, we're getting to the point of the off season where I start to talk myself in on Trey Lance again. It's it's gonna happen. That sounds about right. Yeah. So I didn't protect a quarterback. Are you in agreement on that? Yeah. Yeah. I thought okay. about Trey Lance, but they have too many guys. You can't do it. Yeah. Did you keep uh, Christian McCaffrey? I did. I did, but he'd probably be fifth. Okay. Uh. He was fourth for me. So Debo Samuel, obviously. Yeah. Uh, George Kittle. Yeah. Trent Williams. Yeah. That one was a tough one to get into that. Really old, but really good. Yeah, he's just so elite. And then uh, Brandon Ayuk. Yep. Yeah, so I, I just had I had McCaffrey and Ayuk flipped. Ayuk was my fifth. I didn't realize how good Ayuk was last year. I've been doing some fantasy football research. Mm-hmm. Wow. Brandon Ayuk was really, really good last year, and I didn't realize it was happening as it was happening. Yeah. Well, Debo Samuel was not as good last year. No, he was not. Big, big step baby. back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so on defense, they're obviously going to keep Nick Bosa. I would assume they're going to keep Javon Hargrave. Yeah. And Fred Warner. Yeah. 
Okay, who do you have as the number four to keep on defense? Talano Hufanga. Ooh, I had two different. I had two guys listed, and neither of them was Hufanga. But I didn't love either. I put. I had Shavarius Ward, uh, cornerback, and I had Dre Greenlaw, who I really didn't want to keep, but he was pretty good last year. But I like Hufanga. Yeah, Ironically, I feel like it's got to be Hufanga or Ward. I feel like I feel like 49ers fans really don't like Hufanga. He's a polarizing guy, right? Because yeah. he gives up big plays, but he makes big plays. Yeah, he's uh, like I've always watched Hufanga, and I thought he's a really good player that makes splash plays. But 49ers fans seem to really dislike Talano Hufanga. Uh, if you're a 49ers fan listening to this podcast, uh, first of all, tell Debo Samuel to grow up. Uh, but then tell us what you guys think about Talano Hufanga. Do you love him? You hate him? Uh, anywhere in between. Uh, but we'll keep him here as a protected player. So. Let's go on to the Seattle Seahawks, who uh, I had protecting DK Metcalf and yeah. Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah. I did not protect Tyler Lockett. Neither did I. I wanted to, but I felt you have to protect Abraham Lucas and Charles Cross, your offensive tackle duo. Yeah. And you, I mean, you got to protect Geno Smith, right? Yeah. Yeah. Be a great soccer five. Yeah. So I hated, I hated to leave off. Uh, Tyler Lockett, but somebody had to go and he was the odd man out. So this was one uh, of the easier ones for me. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even really, I didn't lose too much sleep over Lockett. All right. On the defensive side, uh, Tariq Woolen. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, did you keep Jamal Adams? I have Julian Love or Jamal Adams. Okay. I'm fine. Uh, either. Devon Witherspoon. Yeah. Okay. Um, I put Jordan Brooks. Jordan Brooks. I had uh, Uchina Nuosu as a potential. Uh, I had Quandre Diggs as a potential. But really, Tariq Woolen and Devon Witherspoon were my only two rider dies on defense. Let's do Jamal Adams. Okay. And Jordan Brooks? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. They're weak on the – They're weak. Yeah, it's uh, D-Y-N. Um, they're really weak in the front seven outside of Jordan Brooks. Yeah. I, I've been talking up the Seahawks a lot. Um, that's a concern They're They are very, very weak uh, on that front seven, but mm-hmm. secondary is really, really good. And then the offense, that top five on offense. I mean, that's up there. Yeah, absolutely. If, if Geno Smith plays, you know, at the level he played last year, that offense should be really, really good. The defense just needs to take a step forward, and they have the secondary pieces to do it. Like you yeah. said, it's all about the front seven, and that's why you know Jalen Carter might have been a really good pick for them or addressing the trenches. If not comfortable with Jalen Carter, maybe addressing it in another way. But they decided right. to go strength on strength. They wanted to yeah. strength up the strength. I I, I appreciate it. Yeah. Okay, well, we've had some teams that it's been hard to narrow it down to five or four. Uh, now we're to the Los Angeles Rams, <laughs> where I had a hard time getting to five or four. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, you're keeping Cooper Cup on offense. Yeah. And I put Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Um, they Matthew Stafford would like it if they protect him on the football field instead of in this hypothetical expansion draft. But uh, Rob Havenstein, tackle. Yeah. I kept after that. I was like, I don't know. I, I ended up putting Steve Avila, their rookie interior offensive lineman. Same. It was about at this point that I started thinking, Oh, this team's really bad. Let's keep young players. Yeah. They're going to win four games this year. Um, I also put Higby as my flex guy. I put Higby as my fifth guy. I don't okay. feel great about it. I listed Van Jefferson as a potential fifth guy as well. I'm open for that as well. Um, yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah, defense is worse because there's one good player on their defense. And he's old. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not even that old. He, like, pretends like he's, like, 40 with the way he talks about retirement so often. But Yeah. Isn't he, like, 30? Uh, How old is Aaron Donald? I think he's younger than we think, but he talks about retirement. I could be totally wrong. He's 32. Okay. Turns, he, okay. Turns, he turns 33 tomorrow. Happy birthday, to Aaron Donald. Uh, When you guys are listening to this podcast tomorrow, it will be Aaron Donald's birthday. So wish him all the best. So Aaron Donald for your birthday, will protect you. Um, Yeah. 
<laughs> what? What? Let, let's play. Well, let's play a game. Viewers at home, listeners at home. How many Rams? Just start. Name? Just start naming Rams defensive players not named Aaron Donald. I would be shocked if you can name two defensive players for the Rams that aren't Aaron Donald. In yeah. fact, if if you're not an NFC, if you're not a fan of a team in the NFC West, I would be shocked if you can name any defensive player besides Aaron Donald because it is bleak, man. Yeah, Ernest Jones. I feel like people would know that name. Yeah, I uh, I ended there. up just going like I I went youth movement. So I put Kobe Turner, rookie they drafted, interior defensive lineman. Oh, wow. I put edge rusher Byron Young, rookie that they just drafted. <laughs> Uh, I put cornerback uh, Kobe Durant. Yeah, I have Kobe. Yeah, I'm fine. And, Go with what you had because I'm fine with that. And then I and then Nick Hampton was my fifth guy. Go with who Ernest. is Nick Hampton? I have no idea. I've literally never heard his name. That was a total PFF grade pick. Go with Ernest Jones over Nick Hampton. Okay, so Kobe Durant, Byron Young, Kobe Turner. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And Nick Hampton. Oh, actually, no. Get rid of the fifth spot on defense and do Van Jefferson on all. Oh, yeah, that's right. Van, yeah. Did we want to do Van, Van Jefferson or Tyler Higby? Yeah, go with Van Jefferson. I, he actually had a pretty good stretch last year at some point when Cup was out. Okay. Yeah, that, that got that got dark quick. Um, yeah, well, here comes another one. So, yeah, so let's finish it out strong here with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, obviously, they're going to protect Kyler Murray. I say obviously, maybe it's not obvious. I don't know. Yeah, um, no, 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 yeah. Paris Johnson Jr. Yep. Now, uh, Will Hernandez? Do they protect Will Hernandez? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, but I, Hollywood I had, Brown? I had, yeah, definitely Hollywood Brown. I had four names listed for the last two spots. Okay, um, lay them on me. Or actually three, three names. DJ Humphreys, who I don't think is good. Um okay. Kelvin Beecham, who I don't think is good, and he's old. Um, Rondale Moore. Okay. What about, well, DeAndre Hopkins, but they're not going to protect him because they're about to trade him, right? Yeah. I'm Hmm. fine putting him for the sake of the I feel like they want him gone. Tell me your names again. Rondale Moore. Uh, let's let's do Rondale Moore. He's young. An ode to Cliff Kingsbury, where you can never have enough wide receivers. Hopkins might be the the correct fifth guy there too. Honestly, I don't yeah. know if you can come up with five on defense. Uh, so I put Buda Baker. Yeah. B.J. Ojolari. Yeah. Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. Who uh, stinks. Eh. They just they Debatable. didn't pick up his fifth year option, and they they like, don't use him right. That, that which I'm sure I'm sure that, Jonathan Gannon will fix. Yeah, he has stunk. Yeah, that's what I'll say. Maybe he okay. doesn't stink. You might. I, I've always been out on him, but um, I, yeah, he he's definitely a hard player to figure out. Okay, uh, what about cornerback uh, Garrett Williams? I'm fine with it, but I put Zayvon Collins. Oh yeah, that's not bad. Who I also think stinks. Yeah. Uh, you should. Who was the name you just said? Garrett Williams, cornerback Garrett as, Williams. Yeah, I had. Right? I also had. Uh, yeah, Ed uh, Rusher, Cameron Thomas. Put but... put Williams as the fifth okay. guy. That's the right way to go. I missed him. I, I just didn't see him. All right, there it is. So those are the the players we would protect in this scenario. Let me zoom it out here. It's going to be a little hard to see, but we'll put this out on Twitter. Um, the guys that we would protect in this format, uh, in this sort of a draft. So that is the NFC. We're going to tweet this out from the Chalk Talk account, which if you guys are not following it, go check out the Chalk Talk account, Chalk Talk NFL on Twitter. And you guys head over there and you can let us know uh, who your team is, who you would have protect, who we missed on, you know, obviously we cover the entire NFL, but I don't know the ins and outs of uh, Van Jefferson and Kobe Turner's games as much as maybe I should. So uh, we are going to do this again next week for the AFC to go through teams. And then we'll put this out for all of you guys. And you can come in, you can 
do your draft. You can draft your teams. We'll draft our teams that third week, and we'll see how it all turns out. So, Mark, uh, it's a fun exercise. It was a kind of an interesting way to look at teams in an otherwise dead period. So, uh, I had a good time doing that. Uh, finding out once again that Mark and I agree a lot more on offense than we do on defense and all things player evaluation. So. Yeah, no, I think it's a good way actually to kind of figure out what teams you're higher and lower on um, after going through the depth chart because, you know, you can run through things in your head, but then when you go into a, like you go and take a look at, you know, the Lions defense and you're like, wait a second, I had them in my head as this really, really good uh, team with all these names, but they actually just have a lot of depth. So, yeah, I think that there's a lot of things you can realize going through this exercise my biggest take i'll ask you your biggest takeaway mine is i might be underrating the giants yeah um the it's hard to take the giants seriously with daniel jones at quarterback but they were a hard team to get down to not protecting you know five guys or more than that on each side of the ball so uh, i was impressed really i walked away i was surprisingly more impressed with the Giants roster than I was the Cowboys roster. Like I found it a lot yeah. harder to cut down. Um, other teams, I thought, I thought the Lions' offense was really tough to cut down. Defensively, they need some help. If you could combine, here's my biggest takeaway: if you could combine the Detroit Lions' offense and the Green Bay Packers' defense, they'd win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like doing those two teams right after each other, going from it being so hard to narrow it down on offense for the lions and then so hard on the Packers for defense. Um, that was interesting. Then just how big of a gap, like there is no division in football with a bigger gap between the top half of the division and the bottom half than the NFC West with 49ers and Seahawks, like legitimate super potential super bowl contenders. And then the Rams and the Cardinals who are absolute number one pick candidates for next football season. So uh, huge, huge, huge gap there was another one of my big takeaways. Yeah, you can lock in that both those teams are going four and zero against Arizona and and LA. Um, my another big takeaway for me is that New Orleans just in a weird spot. I, I said it already, but a lot of old guys and then a lot of unproven young guys. Like just a weird mix there. I, everyone's just penciling them in to win the NFC South. And I think they might be the third best team. They might have the worst roster of the four, to be quite honest. They just have quarterback the most figured out in the division, I guess that said, doesn't, doesn't say a lot, um, but it's either them or Carolina with Bryce young. So yeah, I, I am, you know, shocker. Someone on the chalk talk podcast is low on the new Orleans Saints. I know, <laughs> I know people are shocked. I think they should trade their first round pick and go all in again. Yeah, I agree. Hot take. Maybe it's not a hot take. The Carolina Panthers are winning the NFC South. Rookie quarterback, they're going to be hosting a playoff game. I think, and we'll get more into this later on, but I think the Panthers have set themselves up really well with everything they did this offseason. Their coaching staff, their offseason moves. I think Bryce Young is going to thrive early in his career there, and the Panthers are going to the playoffs. I agree, but I will just say I am impressed with Tampa's roster after going through this. I was like, oh, okay, they're not as bad as I have in my head just because I know how dire the quarterback situation is with Tampa. So if you can get even average, average, below average play out of Kyle Trask or Baker Mayfield, um, you could win that division. Yeah, I was going to say, do you remember when Christian McCaffrey had to play quarterback in the NFC Championship game? Yeah, yeah. Because he might be the best quarterback on the Buccaneers roster if he was there right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely going to be rough. You're not a Kyle Trask guy? No, no. I did not like (laughs) Kyle Trask. Neither did I. I did like Baker Mayfield when he was in college, but... (laughs) Ah, you are a Baker guy. Well, you'll you'll be right back on the Baker Baker bandwagon if if he turns it around there. I will forever love Baker for planting the flag at midfield. Baller move. And then you go get drafted by Cleveland. (laughs) It's very funny. It's very funny. All right. Well, that is going to about wrap it up here. Mark, do you have any final thoughts for us before we get out of here? Tough cover radio show every Saturday on iHeartRadio 11 to 1. Fox Sports the Gambler. All right. Yeah, go check Mark's stuff out. 
thank you guys for joining us for episode number 108 of Chalk Talk. If you enjoy what you heard on the show and if you missed us while we were gone, be sure you smash that subscribe button. Turn on notifications so you don't miss the next episode. Drop us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and YouTube at ShaneHalfNFL. Mark is on Twitter at Mark Henry Jr. Check out his Tough Cover radio show. Check out the Chalk Talk official account at Chalk Talk NFL. And we will catch you guys next time 